What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Marquise White, and you are tuned in to the Love and Game podcast. Another episode, another edition. And today, I am joined by the lovely, lovely, lovely Carissa Larry. Uh, love, how are you doing? I'm good. Love, how are you? You know I'm hungry. It's early in the morning. I haven't ate yet. But <laughs> we we're here. <laughs> we're here. So, y'all, um, before we get into it, just want to recap. Go ahead and follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter at The Love and Game Podcast. And if you want to go ahead and listen to last week's or actually this week's podcast, go ahead and tune into our Spotify and Apple podcast. You can't miss it. It's The Love and Game Podcast. And we talked a little bit about uh, my life updates and also Kung Fu Kenny's new album. So if you want to know the reaction on that, go ahead and listen back at that. But today, today is a special day. We're talking sports for the first time on our podcast. So I know you guys are excited for that, but we're going to talk about Heat versus uh, Celtics reaction, the Warriors versus the Mavs reaction, talk a little bit about our downfalls, um, other playoffs, and you know what we see um, as far as progress and who we think is going to win the championship. You know, Marquise is jumping for joy for this time as well, but he's been wanting to talk sports in the podcast for a minute. So take it away, Marquise. Ooh, balls in my court. No pun intended. Heat versus Celtics. Off the, off the jump, I knew that the Heat were going to win the game. The Heat were the most well-rested team. Celtics just came off a seven-game series. Jimmy Butler, look. Jimmy Butler, the man. man. Like, <laughs> look, they don't call me Jimmy G, man. Jimmy G. G Jimmy G. Jimmy gets buckets. buckets. The boy put up a 40 ball. <laughs> Put up a 40 piece and some fries. I mean, go ahead. Yeah, because I want to talk about that. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just think that I was listening to the, uh, the game last night and, you know, Charles Barkley and Shaq are always into it. And they were saying that he's a def- defensive player. Yeah, Marcus Smart. And so they were talking about Jimmy Butler um, not being able to, you know, make the shots or make the 40 piece because, you know, he would be guarded. And then Shaq was like, Jimmy Buckets can make 40 piece anytime, any game. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I agree, but Barkley was like, absolutely not. No, no, no disrespect to Marcus Smart, but Marcus Smart is, that was one of the most, his defensive player of the year was one of the most like, here, you got it. Like, mm-hmm. you've been clamoring for it. It's all you. It's all you. Because in, rea- in reality, somebody else should have got defensive player of the year. You could have had Giannis, maybe. Yeah. You could have had Drew Holiday. I'm a huge advocate for Drew Holiday. I think Drew Holiday should have been had like one or two defensive player of the years. Absolutely agree. Uh, I think, honestly, when I saw that pop up on uh, Sports Center, I was like, uh, "Am I missing something?" Yeah. <laughs> the awards this year. Don't even get me started. That's a whole nother topic of conversation. But we can have a whole nother podcast episode just from the awards alone. Right. But I mean, tonight we we definitely have the Celtics versus Heat. So tune into that. You could tell the Celtics were too tired. They were just jacking up threes. Obviously, Jason Taylor and Jalen Brown were doing their thing, but the others weren't really in their bag that night. Like, Pritchard wasn't really doing his thing like that. Grant Williams was off. He only had seven points. Pritchard only had – he had 18, but he went 4-11 from, from threes. Like, the Heat were just in control that entire time. But the big right? question – the big question really is, going even into this series, is if Miami can score against Boston's set defense. Yeah. This is going to be a completely defensive series. Yeah, I mean, it seems – yeah. We're like one and two as far as defensive rankings go. Um, it seems unlikely to me. No lie. I mean, Boston is like definitely equipped to guard the Heat in the half court. I mean, we saw that in the first game. Yeah. I mean, they have almost like no weak defensive people in, in the rotation. Yeah, no, they don't. Um, they got a lot of dogs in their squad, too. Like, you miss your main, your main vocal dog, 
next to Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. Like, he's out with his hamstring injury, which is no joke. Like, I don't know when he's going to be back. I don't even know what his timetable is looking like right now. I know but one you, thing, though. You, what? Tatum is definitely going to work against um, – he's definitely going to work against the Heat defense, especially, like, in their weak spots. Yeah, yeah. Jason Tatum I mean, is easily prediction. becoming – No, you're right. Because Jason Tatum – you. When the Celtics play, you see it. Like you're starting to see, there. So there was a stat um, that the that I believe ESPN put up. It was saying how Jalen Brown has been to five Eastern Conference Finals. Jason Tatum has been to four Eastern Conference Finals, and then they showed the rest of the team stats as far as Eastern Conference Finals go. Mm-hmm. So within like literally each year of their career, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Maybe like I think one year, like last year was the first year where they didn't. So there's experience there. And I think within that experience comes you, you like you learn something. And I think right. at this point, you're not going to see them bow down. Like I think I really think that the Celtics might win this series, like honestly. Because what they did with the Bucks was no easy feat. You literally beat Man. the reigning champs. Giannis. And prior oh, to God. that, you went toe to toe with a fully healthy like Brooklyn Nets outside of Ben Simmons, where we all knew Ben Simmons wasn't going to play. I don't know why people thought that he was actually just going to lace him up for the last two weeks. Like, no, that wasn't going to happen. (laughs) So you go through KD, you go through Giannis, and now you got to go through a Jimmy Butler-led, like, heat. Yeah. And defensively, I'm taking, from a defensive aspect, yeah, that he got some dogs, right? But just, Mm -hmm. you got to look at what the Celtics did as far as how they guarded Giannis. Like, you shut down Giannis, arguably the best player in the world right now. Right. KD's, we know who KD is, but you know who I am? Nah, but you know who KD is, so he, you know, it's not even in the conversation of Kyrie. Honestly, I think it's going to come down to who's healthy. I mean, look at the Heat and the Celtics. Neither one of them are at full strength. You got Kyle Lowry on Miami. He missed his seven game in the playoffs in game one because he had, what, a, a hamstring injury? And that kind of stuck around with him since the first round. And then the Heat kind of ruled Lowry out for the game two last night. But you know what? Gabe Vincent, he filled in pretty nice with his absence. Um, so I think meanwhile, the Celtics, you know, they played game one without starting point guard Marcus Smart. He had an injury. You know, he had a sprained foot. That kind of just trickles down to who is healthy. You know, both were missed. The Celtics, they were kind of probable last night. That came out to be true. I will say the good news for Boston, uh, Robert Williams, he wasn't listed on last night's injury report. So we're going to look to see who's healthy, who's going to stay intact with the game, who's going to stay sharp, who's going to stay on their game. And I say, may the best man win, to be honest with you. And then even going on, let's talk about the Golden State Warriors versus the Mavericks. I think I think the Warriors do have, I think you can put Draymond Green on them. I think you can put Andrew Wiggins on them. You can okay. throw Otto Porter on them. There's different bodies that you can throw on Luka to wear them down. And mm-hmm. to be real with you, the Mavericks are, are a one-man show. Right. You take Luke out the equation, and you got to count on you. Ca- you take you take Luke out the equation. And your second best player is Jalen Brunson, who is mm-hmm. probably six one on a good day. He's nice, but he's not a Clay Thompson or Steph Curry. I would even put him on the level of Jordan Poole. And then the X factor is Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins got off to a hot a hot start last night. So mm-hmm. if you can get him going, and then Clay can get into a rhythm, Steph can get into a rhythm. The Warriors, you might have. A, I think that that's a path right there to the finals. To be real with you, I mean, and going that's... back to the Phoenix series, mm-hmm. I think in Game Seven, 
Monty Williams just got outcoached by Jason Kidd. The game plan was way better. Defensively, they were just the Mavericks were just on a, a whole nother tear, a whole nother level defensively. What they did to, to CP3 wore him down. You kind of took him out the equation. You put Devin Booker in uncomfortable positions. Jerry Crowder wasn't hitting shots. Macau uh, Bridges wasn't doing his thing. DeAndre Aiden, you got him in foul trouble. So now he's not even he's not even playing like that. And he's not even being effective. So you got your main guys out of the rhythm. And you're putting, you're getting the matchup, the mismatches that you want. That's that's easy. Like let's get it. It's, that's, you, you were kidding the candy store. And then when you got everybody hitting on, on the court, and the X factor in that game was Spencer Dinwiddie, who put up like a 30 ball, which that's why you traded him. Right. right. So if you can get Spencer Dinwiddie to perform like he did in game seven, you get Luca to do his thing, and you just get the others to perform well. Jalen Brunson to give you a nice little 18, 20 piece, right? Maybe six assists, five assists, three rebounds, you know, whatever. Dwight Powell can do his thing, then I think in this Warrior series, they have a chance to win two games. <laughs> That's, I was just about to ask you that. Like, do you think this we're going to make it to, like, seven games with this? Series? No, 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 no. Unless somehow Luka can put on a 2018 Bron performance or somehow, because right now people are comparing him to two, to 07 Bron, but he was, like, the mm. star player on his team, and he had, like, <laughs> nobody else on his team. Mm-hmm. Like Larry Hughes, on his back, like Andy Barajal, Big Z, like you know, he didn't have he didn't have the he didn't have the squad, but we'll see. But I don't think the I don't think the the Mavericks have a chance. I think Warriors they took they took over game one, which is expected. I expected it to be a blowout. They blew him out. Clay didn't really have a good game. Andrew Wiggins started off hot, but then got cold in the second half. Jordan Poole was he's a pup, so you expect him to be a pup, so he made puppy mistakes. Draymond Green was cool, and then Steph Curry became Steph Curry in the second half. I mean, back to your comment. The game wide open. Back to your comment about you know the Warriors getting to a rhythm. I think that's that's always been you know the foundation of the team. Like once they get into a rhythm, it's like unstoppable. Yeah. You know, to me, I, I posted a, a tweet yesterday on Twitter, and I was like, man, like is it just me or is Curry like been off his game just a little bit? But the thing is, it's like once yeah, Curry starts getting back on his game and you know, making those shots, the man is, the man is undefeatable. Yeah. Like, and then people were like, well, you know, who's going to defend Curry? Uh, nobody like, look, check the, check the highlights. Like Curry will maneuver himself around and get a three, no matter what, or get that off to someone to make the, you know, make the play. Yeah. I mean, defensively, there's nobody that you just got to throw bodies at them. Like that's what it like, right. <laughs> like being realistic in the, in the league, when you got elite athletes like that or elite players, like Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. Clay Thompson is right there by him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dr- Draymond runs the ship. Like, you can't really... There's nobody that you can throw at him. Who are you going to throw at him? Like, Reggie Bullock? That's, like, that's the best option that you got. Like, and then you can throw at Jalen Brunson. He's scrappy. You make it tough on him. But, like, once once Steph sees one, two, you know, then once you start seeing three and four go in, go in that hoop get really wide. But we all know Steph is going to do what Steph does. Clay got to get going. Like... Yeah, it's, it's like, been a, it's, even sleep. Even yeah, sleep. It's, it's been it's been a struggle. Like they need game six clay. Like they need yeah. game six clay to be game one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> clay, like he he's coming off an injury. He's only he he's got what thirty plus games under his belt now. Like I'm pretty sure if if you were to ask him how he's feeling right now, he doesn't even feel hundred percent. You can tell that he's still adjusting too to the style of play because his style of play back in 2019 when he last played is completely different now. Everybody's on different teams. And then on top of that, you got a bunch of young bucks that are coming off the bench. You got a Kaminga, you got a uh, you got Lee, you got Poole. So Andre Iguodala hasn't even played yet because he's been injured. So that's another key piece that they're missing. But 
No, nah, like, once Clay gets going, Steph is going to do his thing. Draymond's going to run the ship. Jordan Poole is going to be a young pup, like I said. So once he gets going, they're a whole different dynamic. And then once you get Andrew Wiggins going, we can get the all-star Andrew Wiggins that we've been seeing all season because so far he hasn't played to his all-star potential yet in the playoffs. So once you get him going, that's a completely different team. Well, let me ask which you I this. don't see anybody beating. Let me ask you this, though. You know, you mentioned that, you know, once all these players get going, do you think these players are going to reach their potential where they are right now or in yeah. the next two games? Or are they yeah. just going to, you know, make clutch shots and be like, you know, just get by? No, I think they're going to get going. In this series, it's very much only them, only they can beat themselves mm-hmm. because they should beat the Mavs. And to be honest with you, based off of last night, they damn near should beat them in four. Yeah, That's my I, personal I agree. Opinion. I agree. But we all know that the let's say the Warriors probably gonna go two and home at home. They got to protect home court. That's the main. That's the main objective because to them, they're not look. It's a it's a seven game series. You got to win mm-hmm. four, but it's an increment. So let's protect home court. And then after you protect home court, it goes right back to zero zero because now you're going to Dallas. Dallas is probably gonna win that game, right? Because they're gonna adjust. That's a that's a long flight from from San Francisco to Dallas. <laughs> Very long. You know what I mean? Like they haven't adjusted to the rim just yet. Give them some rest. Warriors are gonna take that next game, game game four. Go back to the bay, kick their butt, celebrate with the fans, go on to the finals and play whoever you're gonna whoever you're gonna take. I'm so I going. think I think they're going to get swept, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Mavericks get like at least like one or two rounds, just just based off of Luca's greatness, because I can't diminish Luca. Nah, Luca is a walking thirty point triple double. I mean, Luca Luca got the scratch on his face now. You know he's tough. Oh yeah, my boy looks like <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but nah, no, but for like, real. Let's talk about let's talk about the Mavs. So like, I I I expected them to lose last night. I thought that it was going to be a blowout. Now, next game, it's probably going to be close. They're probably going to make some adjustments. Mm-hmm. Probably get Steph Curry in some more pick and rolls just so we can get that mismatch with him on Luka or something like that. Or just get them in uncomfortable uncomfortable positions, you know what I mean? Uh, probably get Dwight Powell in a little bit more, make him more of a law threat because they like Kevin Looney, his presence wasn't really felt last night in my personal opinion. And the Warriors want to play small ball. So the Mavericks went with that lineup last night. I think they had what they had: Luca, Dorian, Reggie Bullock, and 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 Jalen on the floor all at yeah. the same time last night. Which I think that's a weird lineup to me, in my personal opinion. But whatever. I'm not the coach. I'm not Jason Kidd. I definitely think that we could agree that Poole will be an interesting character in the series. Um, but there's no doubt that the Warriors would definitely keep him in. Um, his offensive his offensive nature as a shooter, man, shot creator, playmaker. He's definitely gonna pull some things out for the Warriors. And then I'm going to go ahead and say that he's going to be targeted by Dante. Definitely. Um, the Warriors definitely have to do everything in their power not to let that happen. Uh, Poole, he has to prove that his offensive value will be more than a makeup for his deficiencies on defense. And I'm looking at Damian Lee. He's definitely a controversial choice, um, but that's understandable. And then no Payton or Andre um, for the future. Lee is definitely going to win the Warriors. He can throw out there um, some more minutes, you know, let's just hope that Lee's um, efforts kind of is productive because, you know, the Warriors definitely need to clutch some things as far as surviving defense and making shots um, against the Mavericks' well title defense. But definitely my prediction is that this may be the toughest series for the Warriors. Um, Donchins, he's definitely on full display, full display, excuse me. 
Um, but each possession will be on notice. Each possession, I think it's going to take the Super Splash Brothers kind of offensive force um, to definitely win against the Mavericks defense because the Mavericks will definitely shut it down. We're, go- we're going to see. We're going to see. So let's talk our, our predictions. What do you? So I said Western Conference Finals as far as the Warriors and Mavs go. I got the Warriors in five. I'll get. I'll give Dallas one game, and that's their first game at home. I'll give them that. They come out. They come out hot. They take. They lay the first punch, and the Warriors don't really recuperate from that. Let's just call it an off night for them. Okay. What do you think? Um, I would agree. Um, just because of the, I feel like the Warriors are kind of not in a wounded kind of position right now but it, it kind of looks like that you know it's to me it's like you can't predict what's next for them and for that reason I will also give I will also give the Mavs that leeway I think that both of these teams are perfectly made in a sense to like exploit each other's weaknesses which is why I'm saying game five but at the same time they're going to get straight to the point but then I will say you just never know the only thing I I really see as a problem with the Warriors is probably Draymond Green and his foul trouble. When that man get hot, he get hot. And um, I'm talking about shooting and temper-wise. <laughs> but I think that Draymond, um, I think it's going to pull together. I think that he's going to, you know, defy all odds and he's going to get it together. But that would be the only thing I'm, you know, I'm banking on or worried about. Draymond has been doing well though this playoff series. Yeah, he's he had too many sex. He um, he got in about two altercations. Um, yeah, he got ejected that one time in Memphis. I, I believe that was that might have been game game one or game. Yeah, two. it was game one. It was game yeah. one. All right, and then Eastern Conference uh, predictions. So I have. Oh, that's tough. I have Boston and seven. Mm. If because I think Jason Tatum is solidifying himself as top five. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Jason Tatum over Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler. Don't so don't get me wrong. He's he's the man. G stands for gets. Never forget that. But <laughs> I don't think I just don't think it's enough because I'm taking your top three players are two, and two of them you, you have the top three players and two of them are Celtics and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. That's two versus one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And who's your second guy with the Heat going to be? Is it going to be Tyler Hero? We don't know. Is it going to be Victor Oladipo? We don't know. We don't know when Kyle Lowry is coming back. Is it going to be Bam? I don't think Bam is going to be a 30 and, and 15 guy. You know what I mean? Because that's not his that's not his role. So I got Boston at seven. I think the other, I, I like Boston's bench more than I like uh, Miami's bench. I really love Hero. If Victor Oladipo can get going and Tyler Hero can get going, then that's completely different. If Kyle Lowry plays again, that's a different, that might be a different story. Then I might have to give the edge to Miami because they have finals experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now I got Boston at seven. I, and I just think defensively, I just, I can't ignore what they did against, against Brooklyn and Milwaukee. I, yeah. I really can't. You lock up KD, you make it tough for him. You gave Giannis problems. I got to go with Boston. Well, first let me, let me say this. I'm with the Celtics, right? Um, I'm with them winning um, this series, to be honest with you, and maybe just possibly the championship. 
I definitely don't think that the underdogs will be titled as the Boston Celtics at any moment in this series. I think that they have that type of endurance that's going to bring them to win the championship. I think that, um, you know, since they're without Marcus Smart and Al Horford, I think Horford, he's going to miss game two, but Smart will probably play. I think that's a huge advantage for them. And I think that once they get Horford back, I think that's going to be a big force to be reckoned with. And you know what? I think the Celtics are going to just go ahead and show everybody that, you know what? We used to be title defenders and we're going to do it again. And that's my, that's my joint. I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to stick to it. I know. I love Jimmy Butler. I was, I was with him when he was with the Bulls and I'm with him when he's with the Heat right now. But I think that Jimmy Butler still has a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. I think he has a lot to learn against star players, star teams at that. And I think that, um, I think that it's not his year yet. Okay. But, but I think his year is coming. I think his year is, is, is really coming. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I don't, if he doesn't win in this, I do think that at some point, Jimmy is going to get a, I really wish Philly, Philadelphia didn't let, didn't let him, him go, him go. Mm-hmm. I think Philly probably would have been in the finals by now and maybe would have won just one. They didn't let him go, but well, let me, let me I, I think they're going to they uh-huh. get one. I think Jimmy's going to get one at, at least some point in his career. Okay, What's so up, if, what you ask? if the Heat and your predictions um, aren't the champs, do you think Jimmy will still be able to put up the 40 piece? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, he on a, and a, I think playoff Jimmy is a real thing now. Yeah, I, I Jimmy agree. Jimmy turns it up in the playoffs. Like Jimmy becomes <laughs> like a top 10 player in the league when it comes to the playoffs, man. He on a different level right now. And this, you watch, he he makes the game look so easy. Yeah, it flows. That's what, that's what I'm and saying. It's you all always hustle those points. Players. It's all hustle points. You can get it any way you want it. He, he the boy, he knocking down threes now. Like, come on, man. My thing In is the pulse. Yeah. Everything. Go ahead. My thing is that I think people from Chicago, or he's not from Chicago. I'm just saying people that have played in those type of areas even in environments, in, yeah. in environments in indiana i think we have a certain type of go in us a go-getter type of mentality you had to add like indiana he, in there yeah i feel like i feel like <laughs> yeah because we from indiana we gotta add that in there but i feel like he picked it up from chicago and i think he carried that with him and i think chicago is a great foundational team but yeah that's another another topic for another day yeah all right that's it before we sign off final thoughts anything you want to say about the playoffs that you've seen so far anything that's shocking anything that's not shocking Final thoughts. I think that Luca definitely was lost last game. I hope he finds himself. Uh, I think Curry has more to show us as always. Uh, what did he say? He said, I can't lose. And I think that he is here to remind us that that very statement right there is going to be deemed true and necessary. He even said that they're more comfortable at this stage in the game. So that's a scary thought. And then he even said that there's more gratitude of being back there. Um, he has more of a sense of urgency and he's not letting that mentality slip away or even the opportunity slip away so having that mentality right there in itself I think that a lot of times people lose in general because they have a bad mentality but I think the Warriors are going to keep a positive mentality and I even think that the Heat are also going to keep a positive mentality but like I said the Celtics are still going to take it all the way Um, they have a lot under them to carry them and I think that like I said uh, Jimmy is not yet the superstar Um, he's an up-and-coming superstar and I think that I think that it is what it is. And that's all I have to say, Marquise. I don't have much else to say. I think that um, made the best man win. And I'm excited for this series. It's a super dope series. So we'll see. Final thoughts for me. Um, the Grizzlies are here, man. Grizzlies are here. They're not going nowhere. They want all the smoke. They were tough. They were a tough out for the Warriors. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow find themselves back in the finals next year. Timberwolves were nice. I was surprised. Anthony Edwards is the man. Um, they're going to be super, super nice. Phoenix is going to be real interesting. It's going, it's going to be interesting to see what they do because they didn't offer DeAndre Aiden the, the max contract at the end of his rookie contract. So after, after this year, he's a free agent. He's probably going to go somewhere where he can get paid and get that max. So what do you do? Uh, do you try to do you do a sign and trade? Do you just let him walk and try to sign another vet wing? Uh, keep JaVale, have JaVale be the starting center. Do you try to trade him to the Pacers potentially for like a Miles Turner maybe and package in what, maybe like a TJ Warren or something? I don't know. Do you send him to maybe like New York trying to get back Mitchell Robinson or maybe Maryland's Noel? I mean, I'm just throwing teams off the top of my head. I could use DeAndre Aiden. Um, I don't know. We're going to see. Do you keep Chris Paul? Do you let him walk? Do you try to trade him? Like, do you want to blow up the team? Do you Because the window next year is, is looking real. It's going to be interesting. Kawhi's coming back. Paul George's going to be healthy. Nugget's going to be fully healthy. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly Warriors. why I said what I said. Yeah. Warriors. Um, yo, I'm going to tell you all this right now. The Warriors literally have another dynasty opening because they literally have the number, number two overall pick just sitting down like in the crypto chamber. And James Wiseman. So he's a young pup. He's nice. Seven footer can shoot can pass can dribble, get in the post, however you want it. So once they get him back, it'll be real nice. Lakers are going to have to figure it out. That's a whole nother episode. So those are my final thoughts. Those were Carissa's final thoughts. Y'all, we are out. But before we go, reminders again, we are on Instagram, the Love Game Podcast. We are on Twitter at Love Game Pod. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Type in the Love Game Podcast. On Spotify, Love Game Podcast, we are there. Listen to us, listen to the previous episodes. We got more content coming for y'all. We're having fun doing this. We hope you guys are listening and enjoying our conversations. Thank you for being a part of the family. Thank you for supporting Thank us. So we appreciate the love. We love you guys. You guys are amazing. Like, comment, share, connect with us. We here. All right. Celtics My love. For the chip. Any final Celtics words? For the chip. Celtics for the chip. Celtics for the <laughs> chips. All right. She's running with the Celtics all day. All y'all, day, every we are day. out. We love y'all. Y'all have a blessed and productive day. Y'all are beautiful. Y'all are amazing. Eat food. Don't just eat one meal a day. Eat three times a day. Brush your teeth twice. A doctor. Uh, wait, yeah. what did, wait, what's that? Not a doctor. Um, an apple uh, a day keeps the dentist away. The Oh, no, <laughs> Jesus. It's the apple a day keeps the doctor away. And on oh, that well, note. It should be the dentist. No, it shouldn't. Yeah, it should. Because why Why is the apple keeping the doctor away? It's All right, y'all. Anyways. In the words of me, don't forget to smile. We uh, out. We out. See y'all. Love y'all. Bye. <laughs>